This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey everybody, it's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey guys, this is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Hunt from Bow Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. It's really, really not that good. It's time once again for the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast right here in beautiful Sherrard, Illinois. We're at 1600 Bucks Lyric Place right in the Bucketorium. I had to get some podcast fuel. Oh, it feels good to be back. I am Steve in Kurt's house with Kurt. Thank you. You're welcome for <laughs> me being in your house. And we are we are joined by Mr. Nate Conklin. And Mr. Jordan Johnson. Whoa. You forgot the last uh, I almost, I almost, I almost called you the wrong yeah, Jordan from Whisperwood Outdoors. Yeah. You know what Jordan I was talking about. Our good buddy Jordan Hubinski, I was mm, calling that. Right on, right on. But uh, yeah, welcome to the Bucketorium for the second time? Second time. Or the third? Second. Second, yeah, for sure. For second. Sure. Yeah. Welcome back, boys. Appreciate yeah, it. thank you. Stoked. Don't know why I do it. Um, but <laughs> we uh, just got done slapping each other. Well, Steve. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right before the podcast. Yeah, I'm wondering how much we're going to reference that because we're talking about it and people will probably have no idea. It'll, it'll be a yeah. surprise, I guess, yeah. right? So. Unless I go home and edit it right away and like get it over to you before, which I could. Well, in the magic that, that, of podcast land, well, no one will ever know. Podcast land works in mysterious ways, you know? Indeed. It does. Um, Eric, again, second shift man right now. He's working away. <sighs> He'll be back a few weeks, hopefully. R.I.P. 
R.I.P. Well, he's kind of messed up. Maybe a bit much. <laughs> he's on the DL right now. <clears throat> Definitely is. Uh, but we love him. We miss him. And he's still doing work behind the scenes when he can. He's uh, yes. the order something from workingclassbonner.com. He's the one trying to get the shipment out quick because he's home during the day. Um, so that's working out great for us on that end. Um, so thanks to everyone who ordered something. And if you want a hat, new hat, new shirts are coming, um, get on workingclassbonner.com. That's where all our contact stuff is. Um, any questions or topics or someone you want to hear on the show, just get on there and shoot us a message. Uh, if you're on workingclassbowhunter.com, go ahead and uh, check out some of our wonderful partners. Uh, go on the sponsor, or, uh, partners page. Mm-hmm. Check out Elite Archery, EliteArchery.com, HHASports.com, right. SaintCrusher.com, Smith's Custom Meats and Deer Processing. Boom. All right there. Go to workingclassbowhunter.com. Find your way to those uh, wonderful sites. Go check out their products. If we're using them, you need to, too. That's all you need to know. Well, we spend our hard-earned money on it, and we think you should, too. If it was, if the product wasn't what we believed in, we wouldn't um, have them endorse us, or we wouldn't talk about it the way we talk about it, because it's unfair to do that. It's unfair to people who dedicate themselves to our show and listen and put up with us. Yeah, we're not going to sell you a product we don't believe in. What are we, sham wow? No, nothing? nothing. No, no. All right, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. You should edit in like a swing, like a baseball swing. I'm like, Steve, right? Like straight swing and a miss. I never thought about that. That <laughs> like gets three strikes. Ah, well, right, uh, let's, uh, let, let's, let's move on a little bit. Uh, our vet shout out. We're going to have Jordan do the vet shout out this week. Yeah, yeah. I was um, I was talking to a buddy of mine. His name's Nate Acree. Uh, U.S. Army, uh, just one of the nicest dudes on earth. One of those guys who, if you asked him for like the shirt off his back, he'd give you his shoes too. Just a genuinely good human. Uh, anywho, I wanted to talk about him because his son, Austin, who Steve knows, mm-hmm. uh, is in pretty bad need of a kidney right now. Um, and so he doesn't, I, I asked him if they had like a website or anything. He said they don't, but there's flyers all over the place. Um, so, I mean, if you look it up, I'm sure you can find something on him. But the dad's name is Nate. Um, and then, yeah, his son Austin is in really desperate need of a kidney. Um, just some good people. And, yeah, a huge, huge shout out. You know, yeah. thanks for – it's crazy, right? Like homeboy went and fought and joined the military to protect us. And mm-hmm. now, you know, he, he was there when we needed him. Now he needs something in return. Mm-hmm. So it just makes sense to me. Yeah, the, right. the the number one thing is those guys want to make sure everyone's all right, their family's all right. and. Their family's in need, so, um, you know, find out how to get in contact with them. And I actually, you know, before the podcast, we was asking our guest, hey, do you have a vet shout-out? And he said, yeah, and he told me the name. I go, man, that last name's ringing a bell, and he told me the story. And I, I did stand-up with Austin, and Austin was always one of the greatest guys. It, it, he'd be that the first guy to shake your hand after, he, even if he had a bad set, you know, ah, hey, man, great set. Nah, it wasn't that good. Yeah, it wasn't that good, but I love you, Steve. Is what he would give me a lot. Um, the fact that, you know, he's ill, we could really step up to the plate and, you know, his, his father served for our country. And, man, I think, I, I think we, can, uh, we can help him out. So that's, uh, that's where I wanted to uh, go with that. Thank you, Jordan, for that shout-out. But we're going to get to you guys here. We're really happy you could come out. It's nice that there's a couple of a couple of guys that are local here. You know, we've got Last Breath. Um, you know, respect the game. Ross Bigger and Clark Cummings are local, but we've known you guys personally longer than we've done this podcast. 
So it's really cool to get with you guys in studio. I used to work with you guys. Yeah. Which is funny. At a place that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. like, <laughs> look at a hill or... Yeah, oh, yeah. All right. I, I get Come that. Come on, I get dude. That. Use yeah. a thesaurus. Gander. <clears throat> look. Hill. And plus, there's hills on the uh, on the sign, but the Gander sign is coming down. Oh, is it really? Is that it done? Has to. Is all of Gander done? All of it? No, not all of them. Some what? of them are getting turned. They're changing it from Gander Mountain to just Gander. Because yeah, when they bought them, bought them, Camping World bought mm-hmm. them. But when they did, they didn't have, I don't know, all that legal, legal mumbo jumbo. But they, they couldn't use Gander Mountain, but they wanted to like retain that concept. So they're, I don't know. Um, is the Davenport one, the one near us, is it shutting down? I think so. Well, oh, yeah. Uh, it has to be. I was on there. It was like everything was... 30 to 60 percent off yeah. yeah yeah well i know i mean even, I, i'm not trying to hate at all at, li- at this one at least archery wise they never had like the greatest stuff you know what no. i'm saying they didn't have stuff that i'd be super thrilled about anyway it's also a department store you know it kind of is yeah i know the my hometown eau claire wisconsin uh they theirs is not shutting down at all and they have one of those giant ones um, uh, it's also Wisconsin. Yeah, and yeah. for everybody not in wisconsin it's eau claire wisconsin eau yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Nate technically used to be my supervisor, really. I mean, yeah, Nate was your boss. That's so rad. Yeah, the boss of bosses. Yeah, pretty much were. I was like, I was in college and I worked there, so it's pretty much drunk all the time. So it's cool. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I think when I was your boss, I was fresh out of college, maybe a few months. So you were probably the same. (laughs) Absolutely. Hey, can can we, can we tell this story? I I, I don't want to, I don't want to. Interrupt the great flow, but uh, all right. Great so me, of me, my old lady, were, we're reminiscing. She, she was selling her vehicle a couple months back, and uh, you know she starts telling me about uh, you know there's a couple guys she puts puts the ad on Craigslist, and you know about putting things on Craigslist. You start getting some funny dunnies coming out of the woodwork. Well, she starts you know she does a lot of like research when she's like okay. This guy who was uh, who's trying to buy this, his name's Nate. You know, he used to be a running back for St. Ambrose. You know, he seems like a really good guy. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> it's looking around like, I, what? I'll go, you know, I'll go, uh, I'll go take a peek. And she goes, so why don't you go meet him down at Hy-Vee? He, he's supposed to meet us at two. I'm like, all right, what's his number? So she's like, here, have it. So you have it. And it, what I always do when I get a phone number, I put it in, I save it. All of a sudden, as soon as I dial it, I go, was his last name Conklin? Yeah, how'd you know? Because it's Nate from Whisperwood. <laughs> what? So I thought that was super funny. So I go down to the Hy-Vee parking lot, and I'm, like, waiting there. It's, like, getting, like, 155 close. I'm like, I better call this guy, you know, because, like, I, I I was in the vehicle that we said we're, was going to sell. So I was like, hey, Nate. And you're like, what's up? I go, Steve. Yeah, I know. You gonna buy a? Uh, you gonna buy an Escape? And he goes, "Wait, you selling the 06? Yeah. Oh, no kidding, dude. That's nuts. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Where yet? I tell you what, man. I'll be there in like 20 minutes. <laughs> so I was like, hey, just come to my house, and you end up buying the vehicle. Yeah, we did. We bought it for my niece, uh, and it's it's been a great vehicle. The funniest thing I thought about it was, you know, I would texting and you know talking to your your girlfriend, and then then you called, and I was like wait what is what is going on here yeah <laughs> that's you told me about that i'm like what the hell like it's just weird how did she know you were a running back at ambrose that's a better question i have no idea because she stalked you yeah she she straight up stalked you know i'm pretty sure she ran a background check yeah, you, you you can say it like clean like oh she she was just checking into your references no 
She's straight. Social you know, media stalked you. Which isn't a bad thing. Like, if you're a chick selling a car, uh, because we went through this, there's a lot of goofy oh, people out there. We're talking about selling cars? We're talking about hunting. Hey, we're just throwing it out there. If you're going to sell archery equipment on Craigslist. It's a funny story. Because your Gander Mountain closed, you better check references. <laughs> quick. Uh, but let's, yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. I thought that was funny. Changing the game. Since it's been a while since you guys have been on, touch on what Whisperwood Outdoors is. Jordan, I'll leave that to you. All right, yeah. So Whisperwood Outdoors, it's just, I mean, you, you mentioned some, in my opinion, heavy hitters. Uh, respect the game and uh, last breath. Um, I don't think we're on that level on any. Did my mic just go out? Am I good? No, I don't it know. Kind of sounded happened. weird, right? I think you turned off. Well, if I did get red on the mic, <laughs> too close. Uh, <laughs> too close. <laughs> uh, those are like those are like pros, pros, and we're not there yet. But I've always had a passion for um, outdoors, hunting, fishing. Uh, my dad was never really around, so I, I learned to fish and stuff on my own. And then hunting was kind of the same deal. Uh, and then videography, I just love doing. So we kind of put them together. And the name Whisperwood was a total joke at first. Uh, I don't. It, it just drives me crazy when grown men get in a tree in the forest and they start whispering to the camera. <laughs> and it's so arbitrary because we can see you. You don't have to tell us like I'm up in the stand. Like you're right. on video, yeah. dude. Like we could get it, whatever. So the name at first was a joke, Whisperwood Outdoors, and then it kind of sounded rad. So we just kept it. And then, uh, yeah, the team has, has varied over the years, but now it's just me and Nate, um, which is dope because he's a, a very attractive black man. And so it adds. Preach, brother. Preach. Oh, is he? Is he now? The, uh, it adds, well, that's probably why your old lady looked him up. <laughs> She's like, he's a running back. He's super hot. I mean, uh, he's uh, he's a manager at Gander. I and mean, he's got money to buy an 06 Ford Escape Seafoam Green. He's my type mm. of dude. <laughs> But yeah, man. So Whisperwood, like, we're not trying. We're not trying to be the pros of like the world. One of the things my passion is when you do video stuff is tell the story of what you're doing from like start to finish, context, whatever. And some mm-hmm. of that story doesn't have to be so friggin' cool all the time. Right. You could right. be an idiot. You could crack a fart or fall down when you're walking through the stupid corn stalks that are still like 18 inches high. Right. And you catch your boot all weird and you like slip. I'll put that in the video. I don't care. Or I'll talk about a time where I missed a deer or. Um, fell in the water while I was setting the hook right. on the fish. Like, I like that kind of stuff. It's more real, which I think is why y'all, half of why y'all are so successful is because you're real people. Like, you're not fake, and I just think that's appealing to people. So, yeah, that's kind of our little thing. Our, our slogan is we fish, we hunt, we film. Like, we're not trying right, to right. be like reinvent the wheel. but People love that, man. And the thing is, is I feel like you guys should be some of the biggest things around. I, I love what you guys do. Like, everything, like, Nate's a, a beautiful man. And you know what's funny? Um, attractive black man, I, I believe. Let me give some background here. So me and Jordan text on and off fairly often, right? So and so we don't see each other a lot every now and then, but I assume you guys are always like fishing or filming or whatever you know, whatever you guys do in your in your time. So I figure what we kind of talk about if Nick is brought up that Jordan sort of mentions to Nate, like, oh yeah, me and me and Kurt kind of said, uh, mentioned you. And I'm just like, you put out a couple of videos with Nate. I'm like, dude, Nate's so good on camera, and he's yeah. just a good-looking dude. Like, it's just, it vibes so well. And so first thing, <laughs> Jordan it gets really here. It's really easy for me to be, like, behind the scenes. Because I don't mind being in front of camera, but I like being behind. I like the production element. Right. And when I found out that he was actually good on camera, I was like, oh, perfect. This is dope. But, yeah, well, keep going. Sorry. So I watched the video, and I texted Jordan. That. I'm like, Nate's good on camera, like, and he's a he's a good-looking dude. Like, it, and I always say, you know, Ross Bigger, beautiful beard, good-looking man. You can't go wrong with him, you know, whatever. Yeah. Compliments. 
Yeah. So Nate gets here. Nate and Jordan get here before the podcast. I'm like, "What's up, man? You attractive black yeah, man?" Getting out look, of my truck, like, and he looks right at me like, <laughs> no reaction. And I'm like, well, "Okay, I probably just offended him." <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I'm like, uh, "He gets back in the truck." <laughs> yeah, 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 get, get us Instantly. the hell out of here. The so, guy with hand tattoos called me an attractive black man. So I'm what, like, are we in prison? I'm like, oh, okay. Well, he has no idea, or he's weirded out by me now. Yeah. And then it turns out Jordan never mentioned anything to him about any of this. <laughs> so then it makes it so even it's just more all weird. new and way awkward. Well, you know right, what, though? Right. That's, that's not a really bad thing. Like, uh, you know, It's really weird. No, it, but it's not that bad. Like, uh, Steve Austin talks about, you know, when he talked about that there Kenny Omega-Okada match... You know, the way he always, always described Okada, it was a yeah, good-looking kid. So you guys like to good fish a kid. lot and hunt. So. No, we're talking pro wrestling. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm 100% on no idea what you're talking about. He forces wrestling in. Yeah, so. so New Japan. So New everything Japan? you guys do, though, really, shout out your website real quick. Yeah, our website's just uh, whisperwoodoutdoors.com. Um, which we we got to revamp for like the new team stuff, but even that same element I was just talking about is on there. Like it's so stupid. If you go to the link that says team, there's a little thing called build your own Whisperwood team member. I love that. Where we took headshots, body shots, and um, <laughs> was I just having body shots? I don't remember. It's like a grizzly bear. Roll yeah, there's through. a slider where you can pick whose head goes on which body. One's a bass, one's a <laughs> so buff, awesome. one's a grizzly bear. With like each person's, but we shot it on a green screen. Just, I don't know. Don't take yourself so seriously. Yeah. But, yeah, whisperwoodoutdoors.com. But here's here's a really good thing about what you guys do. Not only is Nate good looking, but everything that you guys do is good looking. Um, the shirt that Nate had on when he walked up, that's, that's top 500 shirts I've ever seen in my life. And it's just, you know, you, you guys have an eye for... Um, just what, what would Jordan's that an artist, like man. marketing, like you know, kind of like marketing. It's, it's art. Yeah. Well, let's give some background. Yeah. Let's reel into this. So, with Whisperwood, we do a lot of work with you guys, mm-hmm. and uh, we're close. Yeah. We're, we're we're buddies. I'd say we're partners. You yeah. know, in the in the industry, and like our intro for the show for the podcast is recorded by us and thrown together and created. By Jordan and the boys at Whisperwood Outdoors. So that's a Whisperwood creative intro. Mm-hmm. And Jordan will bounce, ask, hey, what do you want? What do you like? What you have ideas? And that's a cool thing. Like every now and then, like you have a badass camera in the studio right now. And I just see you filming stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what he's filming, but it's going to be cool. So it's just, it's cool that that's kind of like our relationship and how we work together. And it's just like the beginning. Yeah. So this is like, we're just turning things over and, uh, what we're going to create out of whatever we do together, which is awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, um, for those of anybody who's listening to said podcast right now, uh, I don't know when we're going to put it out, but we just filmed a quick little, your mic video. is being weird, man. I should don't I, know what, should I switch going. it? What do you want me to, maybe tilt it up tilt a little it. bit? <clears throat> is it, my, it could just be my voice. It's no, very right there. You got to stay right there. Yep. Eric's got a voice that cannot be picked up. Oh, it's for weird, but no, you're good now. You can always hear him laughing or cracking a beer open. Yeah, he, he <laughs> cannot a, be a ghost. Dude, that EVP will not. Okay, that's a lot better though. Thank you. Uh, oh yeah, so I don't know who when we're gonna have the video done. It could be done really easy, but we just filmed a, a video right outside Kurt's house right now, like a little promo video. <laughs> um, one of them's like real serious and cool and, and slow motion, 400 feet a sec, uh, 400 frames a second, and then one 400 feet a second. I'm thinking like. <laughs> Hauling oh, speeds and, yeah. like, and filming, it's all getting mixed up in my brain. Uh, we, we put a GoPro on a bullet. 
Dude, I always <laughs> wanted to figure out how to put a GoPro on an arrow, which I know obviously it would fall so fast. But right. if you got a couple feet of footage that looked natural, or you could be like that dude who threw a spear at a bear. You could put it on that. But I'm that not going to bring cool. that up. Yeah, Loser sponsor, cool. but um, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That was good, Steve. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So we, anyway, but yeah. So I, I just like, I like filming, and I always see like, the truth is, it's 2017. So every human on Earth can easily like, like the intro that I made for y'all. Every human on Earth can grab a, a, a computer software and make a beat or make music or whatever. Every human on Earth can go grab a GoPro and start a YouTube channel and film hunting and film fishing and film their buddies shooting their bow in their backyard every time i film anything and i'm not saying i always succeed because i don't uh but i always try and think of it in the terms of number one tell the story with it not just point it and hit record right. or edit it and just edit up shots mm -hmm. um and then number two i try and do it in a way that's a little bit different it doesn't you know i don't have to reinvent the wheel like i've said but make it look cool you know if you, look, cinematography is filming stuff so if i film it i might as well try and make it look cool not just Right. There's another video of Kurt shooting his bow. There's another video of a attractive black man on a bass boat pulling a four pound fish out of you know, right. whatever in the Mississippi. Like when we were just out there, I'm like, "Well, here's my idea. I'm going to tell you my idea, and I know whatever you're going to do is going to be better." Like the same way you go to someone that paints or like a tattoo artist mm -hmm. is like, "I have this idea, but I don't know. I can't envision how it's actually going to turn yeah, out. It's better if I give you creative freedom and you do your thing because I trust you." You literally said that. You said. You know, you're the tattoo artist. I'm the person who has an idea. You need to, for any of you guys out there who are trying to trying to get into the hunting industry, you know, you need to get a producer, cameraman, and you need to let them mm -hmm. work you. You know, you need to let them guide whatever you're going to do because they have that art. Now, we talked about it a couple episodes ago. I, I, I give you a shout out mm -hmm. about... Uh, you know, I thought it was really Heartland good Bonner that uh, episode. Yeah, which one was it? The Heartland. Yeah, the oh, was it? Yeah, with Sean Luckdale. Yeah. Um, that uh, you know, that's how they got started. I which always so love that. How? Because that's me. I make yeah. snowboard videos, skateboard videos, snowboard all the stuff that mm -hmm. I like to do. Yeah, it relates really well because you know, for those average guys who are really into the artsy fartsy type of stuff, they were already seeing some of that really cool footage coming out from skateboard videos. Mm -hmm. You know, from. Uh, all this and to, and to bring that into hunting and you do a very good job of that. You know, you have that that skateboard video background, and I'm just as excited to watch whatever you produce, hunting wise. Uh, I'm just excited to see it. Uh, and when you produce like skateboard videos, like I know you uh, know a good buddy of mine, John Mahler. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. John's a good homie of mine, yeah, and yeah, I sure love is. watching everything he does because it looks good. Yeah. You know, like there, there's a way that you can portray things that even people who don't like, like hunting. I mean, you go watch the movies. Like, do I think it's cool watching sharks eat people? No. Do I think it's <laughs> cool when Samuel L. Jackson gets his art gets eaten by a giant shark? Yeah, because it was filmed a little better. Yeah, that's a bad example. Did but you just reference Deep Blue Sea? <laughs> I did reference Deep oh Blue gosh. Sea. You like Top that? Top ten worst movies of all time. We're not going to so fight bad. anymore. I know exactly the part you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> you, you see that, Nate? He referenced yeah. a black man getting killed. 
And hey, sorry, first guy. Oh, he wasn't it. even the first guy to die no, in that movie. No way. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's certain things that I'm we lost really very boys. I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> there's certain things that we enjoy He's watching. Bring it home. I got confidence. I'm in just, oh yeah. So hey, dude, I'm, round, I'm rounding, rounding third. third I'm rounding third. I'm getting the. I'm He's getting the go worm home. from third to home. <laughs> He lost gas on that one. <laughs> it must have been the second or third take. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Well, if you're watching, you probably get it. But uh, yeah, we'll have that video done. I'm checking out. There's a uh, there's certain things that you can watch in movies that you're really pulled in with. That again, with skateboarding things like that do i necessarily know everything that's going on no but can i watch it because it's visually good yes and i think you guys do a really good job of hunting and fishing doing that that that's one of the i think the key components to to bring in new audiences in saying look you know i you may not know anything about this just what you hear in the headlines but you need to check this out to see what really goes on and there's a couple guys that are out there doing that basically right now, but saying, you guys are doing it good. Sandwich, what I'll put input in, and is like you put a clip up of Nate catching a bass and pulling the bass onto the boat the other day. Good looking guy, was, yep. That's that's simply what you were doing, but it was so entertaining the way it was filmed and edited and, and just done that it's just like it's mesmerizing in a way. Yeah. Um, and it's appreciate that. It's perfect for social media to where it wasn't this long drawn out thing like a Steve story, but it was like. <laughs> Right to the meat and taters and what you need to see as you're scrolling through. Oh, speaking of taters, no cleavage. To where if I share something, like say I share your your video, Mm -hmm. someone can scroll through, like, and share it and appreciate it and through their scrolling, which is... is, um, What's that? This is going to sound weird at first. What's that movie? My brain is not working. That Leonardo DiCaprio won the Oscar for? Uh, You know what I'm talking about? The one where he's uh, he gets mauled by that bear? Oh come on! You guys know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, the Reverend. Movies, man. The, the, was it the Reverend? It's not Reverend, is it? Pretty sure it is. No, that's not the right word. The Revenant. The Revenant. Yeah. Revenant. The Revenant. Okay. Revenant. Anyway, that movie. If you haven't seen it, you would like it. Actually, Kurt. It's just the way that it's filmed. So the the guy who directed that movie um, is just ridiculously intelligent and and just whatever. This is unheard of. He didn't use any lights for that entire movie. None. Everything is natural light lighting. So the way that it looks, just to, even if you don't care about movies or the theme of that movie, the it, just the way it looks is so engaging. Um, and yeah, yeah, that, really? I mean, yeah. It's, it's Again, a, it's now I'll have to watch it. Going back to thing. when we There's were a lot filming of in it too, a lot of hunting. You know, really? Yeah. Going back to when we were filming, was Jordan was like, "Dude, we need to film right now. This lighting is too good. We need to hit it yeah. right now." Again, guys who are out there, you know, you can't just take cell phone videos, you know, in the cab of a truck. You know, you really have to sit there and listen to the guy who's getting ready to film you, you know. Right. It's it's more of a process I, that needs to be stepped out than something you can these, do quick. It's, these, yeah, you got to let the experts be expert in what in the field that they're doing. You know, you kill sure. the deer, you let the person take care of the filming. You know what I mean? Well, how about this, though? Uh, in the marketing world, so I do some marketing outside of this. Like I'm doing a marketing project with the state of Wisconsin and some other stuff, which is really fun. And I'm I'm so green. I'm just figuring that stuff out. Anywho, um, there's a marketing rule for websites. Um, they say now it changes all the time. It used to be ten. Now they say it's closer to six seconds. If somebody lands on your website, you have six seconds to grab them before they go to another website. Ooh. Six seconds. 
which if you think about it, is probably accurate. If you're no, on yeah. an iPad, your phone, whatever, if it's lame, you're out of there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's the same thing on video. If somebody clicks on your video and it just looks crappy, they're gone. And chances are they're probably not coming back. You're, I, that, dude, that's got to be right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's exactly what you did with that, that little clip of you know us out filming for Denali um, the other day. Shout out to Nolly Rods. It didn't just it didn't just grab the the audience of of fishing or the audience of the outdoors. It grabbed uh, anybody who's into photography or videography or anybody anybody of the nature. You know, it it, it was quick. It was fast. It was it was perfect. I mean, mm. can I? Uh, it was one of those shots that you have an eye for, and that's lucky. why I'm. Yeah. That's got lucky. That's can why I, I'm happy to be, had to be a partner of yours for sure. For sure. Can I reference pro wrestling in this? No, because we're, we're, I'll, I'll no, tie it into hunting shows. No, we, I, can't, oh. I can't do another. Pro, you used yours already, dude. Because <sighs> this is a, a really good point. Like, you have like a one reference. Yeah, rule. it's a one man. Reference. This yeah. is a really good point. But we'll move on. One thing I want to ask you guys both is, uh, and we'll start with you, Nate. Is do you think that the internet hunting and fishing shows is the future of this industry versus dish networks and stuff? Is that where you? I mean, obviously, you guys are. What are you aiming for? Like, where do you want to be? Is it internet only, you think? Do you think that's the future of of this industry we're all in in a weird way? I, I, personally, I think that's, uh, you know, that's the peak of of everything, you know, is, is to make it to mainstream television. Uh, it's like the epitome, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, everyone's got to find a, a starting point, you know, mm-hmm. where they they make a base and uh that's what the internet has brought it's it's fantastic for that um do you think that that um idea of mainstream media like the epitome that's the big the big thing we've made it do you think that's kind of a faded fading out thing though with what's happening with my outdoor tv and carbon tv and all these uh online streaming type netflix sort of um channels you know it may be it may be fading a tad, but it's something that's always going to be there. You know, mm-hmm. it'll it'll always be around, and it, like you said, it will always be the epitome. You know, that is that's the top top of the line, it's yeah. Cadillac. Right. right. I think. That, can I? Can I? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, in my opinion, the the, the giant um, differentiator there is that for the internet, any like I said before, any anybody can just grab something and be like, "Yo, I make a hunting show. Check out my website." It, 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 that doesn't. When you're good enough at whatever it is you're doing that you're recruiting people sort of naturally who are like, man, I like what you're doing to the point where I want to put you on TV and pay for it mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. I want to pay you for commercial spots to me, even past like the buy-in. Cause I don't know. I don't, I don't know how they quantify it. If there's some way of tracking how many people watch it online outside of just hits versus TV ratings. Like if one, maybe online might be bigger. Cause if you're sleeping on carbon TV at this point, like you're just asleep. Yeah. Re- really? Right. I mean, really like it's, it's so awesome. Like you can, like if you work a retail job, if you're not spending your 15 minutes on carbon tea, like <laughs> I mean, it's just so easy to go through so many sharp things, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Um, but with a TV show to actually say that, like to me, that has way more weight. Like if, like if I talk to, like if I go, I don't know, Christmas with my wife's family, and there's some uncle there who I've never met, and he's like, "What do you do?" And I'm like, "I produce an internet TV show." What he's gonna be like, neat. If I'm like, yo, right. I have a TV show every Sunday from this time to this time, like that, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's just, yeah. That's just, maybe that generation is more substantial. I don't know. But maybe the right. generation ha- hasn't caught up yet. And uh, well, he, one thing I don't know if you guys are maybe you are aware. Did you know that most outdoor shows and, and maybe it's not still this way, but last time I knew is all those shows that are on outdoor and sports and channel, all those other networks are paying to be on those channels. The outdoor TV network works right. a little different than like. 
discovery or like history or whatever other it, channel it might yeah be. It, de- it, it depends i actually do have some knowledge of that because we were offered a tv show whisperwood was um three years ago on mm-hmm. uh, of all channels cw so it was like gilmore girls <laughs> whisperwood tv no uh, archer or arrow yeah yeah um, and that billboard is they still. Were, they were gonna. They yeah. were gonna charge us. Um, I can't remember what it was. It wasn't that much. It wasn't some exorbitant. It was like amount of money. It was like six hundred dollars an episode. So what you obviously do is you sort of, uh, in the right way, sort of prostitute out the show to your sponsors. Hey, Scent Crusher, Elite, Denali Rods, Fish Thirty Acre, whomever. Dude, we're doing this show, and for just a hundred dollars, you can have a thirty second spot. But if you have 12 30 second spots then all of a sudden you're making six hundred dollars per show as a do you follow me for sure yeah so even like even the outdoor shows a lot of those guys do that but like yeah and you set your own rate so if you think you're great enough like that's the whole thing behind artistic endeavors is yo get what you're worth like mm-hmm. that's like an old adage like get what you're worth so if i'm worth thirty dollars per video that i make then that's all i'm gonna get right if i'm if i'm gucci and i'm making the same purse as everybody else but i can charge a thousand and get it well then man good on you get a thousand for sure you know that's what you're talking like, about the rapper that's a very um, good point gucci main if i put an ice cream tattoo on my face and says bird uh to be fair he is a clone right sure. now uh, he's not the real rapper that proves that you have a uh i mean that's the way the industry works yeah. you know you got it that's the way you have it figured out it's so like how i move right past him you so, didn't, he yeah, didn't yeah, even yeah, slip like, on the clone like thing like you didn't even hear it no 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 um all right so with with the knowledge that you guys got going on, Steve's worse when he knows people that are actually here personally. And yeah, he gets a little more comfy and get away. Yeah, because we're like homies, so he doesn't care. Yeah, with with, with knowing what you guys uh, have got going on, you know what's um, what has changed in the dynamic for you guys as far as what what you want to accomplish now. You know, obviously things flipped within the past like three years. You know, the CW is still on TV, but nobody's watching TV anymore. <laughs> yeah. What, where has your focus gone? Like, where where are you trying to go? You know what I mean? Or you don't have to give away all your or secrets. Go, I'm just yeah. If it's too deep, or go anywhere, you can just do what yeah. you want and have fun. Yeah, that, that's 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 where I'm at with it. Like, I'm kind of on some. Uh, I want to kill this, like exactly how I see it. It's the same reason why a lot of musicians don't sign record deals anymore mm-hmm. because they know when they do, then the suits come in and say, "All right, you got to pump out this many songs with this direction yep. and this producer." And they're right. like, "What happened when I made music the way that I wanted to?" Mm-hmm. So, like for Whisperwood, I want to kill it. And if if somebody comes to me and says, "Man, you guys are you guys are doing really well. We'd like to you know kind of link up with you," I'd be like, "Yeah, man, you can jump on our." journey with us but i'm not changing who i am for what you're doing so i mean if someone came along with like the right tv deal or distribution deal or if um you know somebody with like a really dark goatee who poaches elk was like dude come hunt with me you know i could say no you're a dirtbag right i could i could say yes to someone else (laughs) right (laughs) right no i hear you man i hear you sorry Uh, opinions on that dude come on man mr buzzbus Come on, dude. First off, can we just talk about the fact that he talks really weird? Like <laughs> yeah, he, he yeah, does right. sound like the, like he does sound like he's 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 he frequents like uh, he what frequents like Novocaine oh, for, or something. Frequents. Yeah, that's like that's like a that's like a artsy way of saying it. I like okay. to frequent the Novocaine shots around my mouth. Like he just sounds like he's got a mouthful of marbles all the time. No, I, I don't get what you're talking about. Explain more. Yes, you do. <laughs> I think he may, he may, he may like the spirits 
frequently <laughs> which spirits the holy spirit uh it, i guess it depends on what <laughs> what you call it red spirits white spirits uh, like, what, what, i was thinking there? like gin clear yeah, like you know like when oh, it's bright outside at night and the moon is shining <laughs> i feel like some type of that in a clear mason jar while hunting which seems like a terrible combination you know I, that's how you really feel i can't okay dis- so i can't disagree with you what me and nate we were talking about this on the way over the thing that drives me bananas about it is to me, like, ninety nine bananas. Come on, Steve, with all the right, references. All right, all right, come on. Let's, let's move on from that. Uh, the thing that drives me the most bananas about it is like, yo, dude, you made a mistake. Oh no, it happens. Like everybody makes a mistake. Like, yeah. and even even like if you made a mistake with, um, I don't know. Let's say like in Wisconsin, on certain lakes, we have uh, slot limits for walleye, so you can only keep one between this inch and this inch, but not that inch, and only one at this size. And you go over by a half inch. Dang it, I messed up. You know, whatever. Like, be honest about it. But the fact that if you read the articles, he shot a cow and then said on film, "Oh, we got to get rid of that cow." Like, dude, if you made a mistake, man up, call the DNR, be like, they might still fine you, they might still something, but at least they're gonna be right. You know, not like. To me, everybody makes a mistake. You're a man in how you deal with it. Not, you know, no man is perfect. You gotta own it, man. Golly, gotta own what you do. And it just that looks so true. bad for us that somebody that big with that much money, with that much, um, what's the word, influence over the industry is doing that. We don't, we don't need to put another another gun in the in the in the um, in the clip of the anti hunting world for sure. You know, oh, so you mean you the this, magazine? Like, and well, the thing is, last <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm giving you a hard time. But La- you know what I'm saying? Like last yeah, episode, yeah, yeah. we did. Uh, we talked about this. Basically, it was a whole episode talking about that situation, and uh, it was a good way to look at it. Is we probably talked about it too long, and that is basically enlightening a negative type of thing. Yeah. And uh, but also, I feel like it's something that needs discussed, and we need we have yeah. to talk about it. What do you think, um, beautiful Nate? Are you going to respond to that without even saying anything? In you better just move past it, man. It, it, it's hard to. Um, it's hard to respond after that. I, I, I blush every time, honestly. <laughs> you make get, a black get, man blush. You're doing nervous. something, dude. Oh, he's light-skinned. You can kind of see it. Purdy. That's what that, that Purdy. is. Purdy. Oh, caramel. <laughs> no, but uh, in all seriousness, it, it it it's something that's completely unjust. I mean, it's just... It's just terrible. It really is uh, mm-hmm. that it puts a dark cloud over the industry, like Jordan said. It sour taste in in anybody's mouth who you know is thinking about creating something. You know, uh, kind of like we are. You know, uh, a TV mm-hmm. show or or internet, whatever. You know, it just yeah. What do, you, what do you do? This is one of the guys that you kind of looked up to. You kind of idolized. You know, you want to do something similar, and now right. it's. Yeah, because you guys are trying to make your own thing. Like, how do how do you move past this? Well, the thing is, well, you know what I mean. It is is this is a um, not a good thing? It's a uh, I don't know how to go approach this. What I'm trying to say, it's a thing that's good for people that are doing it for all the correct reasons to yeah. get more. Um, it just brings them to light a little more, like the Whisperwoods, like mm-hmm. the working class bow hunter, like the Last Breath TV, the Whitetail Experience, the vir- like, people from the Virtue respect the game. People are in it because they're passionate about it. And and do it for the real reasons. They're not doing it for money. They're not doing it for attention. It's just you know what I mean. It's, yeah, no, it so. can be. It can be in a weird way. It can be sort of galvanizing. Like it can kind of toughen up and harden the people who are doing it right to keep doing it right. Like I don't want to be stay the next, ethical. Like, I yeah, I don't want to be the next bus. Really I don't want to be that guy. Like I, right. I better keep my nose clean and do this the right way for sure. Uh, and it, and it's polarizing. You know, like 
we, we were talking about this beforehand, uh, saying how either A, was the cameraman super freaked out, like, oh my gosh, dude, what are you doing? Like, you just shot an animal that you don't have a tag for, whatever, or was it B, yo, this is just... This normal. is just how we do. This is this is normal. Whatever, and that that's even even scarier thought. Filming on a Wednesday, and I, yeah, and I don't, yeah, and mm-hmm. I don't want to vilify them anymore than we have to because that's right. just we can move right I past no this idea, right now. But that you know, who knows, man? That's for sure. How many times did he do it and got away with it? Which is kind of well, scary. That yeah, being said, well, let's let's change on. gears. Well, I, I was oh. going to so. Um, <laughs> let's talk about wrestling, Steve. Yeah, let's talk about pro wrestling, so, Kurt. Talking about that, what? What's something you'd like to see happen to the industry? Like, you know what I mean? From here on out after this situation with the industry. Because it, it kind of broke the hunting internet industry in a way. Um, so what do you do from here? What would you guys like to see happen with the industry as a whole? Whether or not it's positive, even legal issues or just in the creative side of it? Or mm-hmm. what you'd like to see as physical content or anything really at all? Okay, so let me answer it like this. I'm not a sycophant, which means somebody who just gets better at stuff by sucking up that's not me mm-hmm. but i would actually like to see the industry as a whole move more towards y'all's model normal dudes down to earth um doing it right like i'm sick of um the huntress barbies uh, honestly like and mm-hmm. i don't mean i don't wish them any ill will first off i think the word huntress is just stupid I we're wish all hunters we're all family together yeah, man. yeah we hunt let's hunt what you're a girl awesome i'm a dude great let's just hunt we don't have to be yeah, please don't shut down your instagrams after hearing this because i need something to look at no please but do. continue but i would i would just like to see people do it for the right reasons like yeah. like for me it's a little bit different because my dad um growing up uh i referenced it earlier was was i didn't say this part but he was a pretty uh heavy alcoholic in and out of rehab whatever so he got me fishing at a young age but never anything bow hunting i figured out on my own Mm -hmm. and that feeling of being in the stand of setting up a stand cutting lanes um all that good pre-war you know um spraying down a uh, you know a clover field it just feels awesome right um and i'd like to see more people in the industry get to that like the the right reasons not stupid gimmicky attention um calls where you bury the tube for the call in the ground and it comes back up on the other side like that's just so dumb like knock right, it off right um i like yeah you don't need to be wearing you know little teeny booty shorts to check a trail cam because even on a practical level like the deer are patterning you now because they can smell your victoria's secret fruit spray from a mile off man you are like, saying i've said this type of stuff on the podcast and i don't hate so them I, I would just like it to see like i would like i would I don't done know right. anything about motocross racing. I know nothing, but I would like motocross racing to be done by motocross racers who love motocross racing. I would like hunting and fishing shows to be done by people who just love hunting. Yeah. Like, I would like it. Like, like yo, like this is the real statement right here. If tomorrow they shut down Whisperwood Outdoors for whatever reason, I'm still going to be in a tree stand. I'm still right. going to be on a bass boat. I'm not doing it for the props and the kudos and the fa- Facebook likes, you know. For sure. And that's for what sure. I would this like is, to this see. This is the passion right here. That Sorry, this guy. Yeah, yeah like no, I, I would just like to see that. Like, like if I can shut down, respect the game on TV right now, and he keeps hunting, dude. That's so much respect. You're not doing it for the right the, the TV props and the commercials, and you know what I mean. Hundred percent. Yeah, dude. I mean, if you're if you're gonna do the booty shorts, just like. Snapchat us. Whatever you have to put it on Instagram. <laughs> but but you, know, you want Nate to do the booty shorts is what it feels oh, like. Oh, for sure. But, no, but, I I get what you're saying, yeah. But, no, Jordan, what you said, I said, I don't know how many times I've said that on the podcast. I mm-hmm. always feel like I'm hammering that home too much maybe, but it's refreshing to hear you say, 
almost word for word what I've said for at, so long. At the that, same time, I want to put balance on it because I, I don't. I have no like ickiness in my in my. Right. Does it sound weird in my heart for them. It's not like when I see on you know whatever some girl trying to post some goofy thing about checking trail cams that I'm like, ugh, I wish you'd get in a car accident. You know, it's nothing like right. that. No, it's no, just, no, no. I, I just don't like it. I just think it's stupid. You just want your what your passion. You want what you're passionate about. Everyone else to be passionate. And I have about. three daughters, and the one daughter Kennedy, who's seven, who I took who I took hunting with me. Like she's not getting in my truck to go check a check a trail cam ten years from now with booty shorts on. That's not happening yeah, ever. Right. And I don't want her to think that's what's okay. Like that's like what it should be. I don't want that. Right. So. Well, it's just like you look at it different. And if I had daughters, I'd look at it different as well. Is mm-hmm. what are what's their role model going to be like? Exactly. You know, and you're going to have people a hundred percent agreeing with us, and you're going to have people being on the fence like. You're gonna have the dudes going, oh, I'm looking at it though. Which, whatever, that's fine, Steve. But no, yeah, yeah, Steve. And I then, agree. But really, though, is when you have a, a something you feel so passionate about and something you hold so dear to your heart that you just want to see it done right and done for the right exactly. reasons. And it is kind of heartbreaking to me to see, like you know, we talked about this Bill Busbus thing a, a lot, and it's sad, man. It bums me out that people do that type of shit. And I, if I could eliminate it completely i would obviously i would but it's uh obviously he's doing it for the wrong reason he's caught up in the hunting media of it mm-hmm. um and honestly i don't care if he ever hunts again after this oh for sure yeah well, you saw you, know? you saw the fine on it like the twenty three thousand dollars to me he probably had that in his wallet whatever yeah. well, suspended jail sentence which we said white white guy suspended probation or unsupervised yeah, unsupervised pro- probation, probation. But, like, but, the, on, but, man, the, but the big thing was he got blackballed in 43 states for two years to hunt or fish including Louisiana where he's from so yeah like, I thought it was like 45 but the thing is too, it was 45 hey, but there's I need to make states. this point it could be by the time this podcast comes out whenever it may be and whatever news comes out and the three hours of whatever last <laughs> article came out about this things could completely flip flop oh absolutely and we could be we could sound like we don't know what we're talking about or you need to make that point because things change so crazy mm-hmm. and what's the story now might not be the story in six hours exactly and you're gonna have another article come out that contradicts everything you just said and if it does it whatever but as of right now but you know what's neat, That's though? Right. You know what's really neat about the time we live in, 2017? It's like right now, if I wanted to, on my phone, I could jump on uh, our the Whisperwood Instagram or whatever, and I could like live stream this. Like, How cool is it? Yeah. I, I haven't really seen it. I'm sure it's happened already for sure. But how cool is it like I shoot a buck this year, and I can like live stream it so everybody gets to experience like that scene, mm-hmm. the yeah. buck down for the first time together. So some of the stuff that just gets blown up, like because part of what you're saying with the news media is through social media, it spreads like fire just yeah. instantly out of control. Sure. But it can also be a really cool positive thing too. You know, you see people, for sure. um, like I said, finding a deer or live streaming from a boat or doing little how tos on how to tie specific you know knots and fishing and i want to so change, it can be change it up a little bit uh this is for both of you guys would you rather catch the fish of your dreams or kill the animal of your dreams with your bow dang because you guys you guys are deeply passionate about fishing more more than we are obviously mm-hmm. more than probably a lot of people are so people got to understand that balance so that's why we asked that question nasty nate i think <laughs> you're first up to bat it's funny because uh, you know the adrenaline rush, the shake that you feel is is very similar. But uh, 
I think something about being 20 feet up in the air kind of makes it a little bit different. Yeah, uh, you know, totally different. when, uh, when your knees start getting weak, uh, mm-hmm. after you, you know, let that arrow go and you, right. you're shaking and breathing hard and you can't control it, you know, uh, honestly, I haven't caught a giant, giant bass yet. So, um, I can't say exactly how it compares, but you know, I guess in the same way, I haven't shot a giant buck either. So yeah. I would say, you know, something about being in that tree is right. It's insane. You know, is it something about maybe the, and I don't know the, re- I like bow hunting. I grew up doing more bow hunting than I did fishing, but it just seems more like the big, the, the size of the animal and like the closeness with the arrow maybe adds to that a little bit or all of it. I mean, every bit, you know, uh, the, being cold you know right not knowing if you'll have the, the strength to draw the your suffering bow. of it makes exactly the, you know i love it when people say yeah. crap like i love late season bow hunting no you don't <laughs> i mean you can yeah. but on a level you do but right. you know what i'm talking about right. when you're a seven hour sit with nothing moving right freezing and toes yeah and, and you're and just hurting oh, well, let's say live in louisiana like, I, I, then yeah. you know yeah they love late yeah, I, season I, I got bow 15 hunting. minutes left in me and then 15 minutes go back i got another 15 in me like you're trying right. to like Push, parcel push it as far out as it can. hurts so bad but what about you jordan yeah we and what did this. you pick honestly you know being more of a fisherman i i still think i'm gonna have to go with uh with bow hunting you know mm. be, shooting, wow. a, shooting a buck it, it, it's it's crazy it is but uh i i just look back to the you know the deer i shot a couple of years ago the the feeling i got when i was in the tree thinking i'm gonna fall out thinking i'm gonna faint right you know? yeah you feel like something's wrong with you, you. Know, i saw a horse kick but sick. was it a good yeah, shot i think my eyes were closed I might have been looking at, you know, I have no idea. It was just, it was yeah, all just, totally. it was just a great feeling, you know, and and, and it is every time. Every it's a time puzzle it piece of like emotions and Absolutely. just things have so to be right. What about you, Jordan? Like that kid on uh, Heartland Bowhunter a few years ago. I cannot remember his Love name. That. He drops that big oh, Yeah, and he man. just, he just, lo- like he spines him. It's yep. kind of a bad shot, but he knows he put him down and he just loses it. Mm, I love that it. or... I make fun of it all the time because he hunts on the same land as I do. Uh, Luke, Brian, is it Brian? Bryant. I think it's T. That's Bryant. Is it? No, it's Brian. I think it's Brian. I don't think there's a T. No T. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, that one one video, the the Izzy Down video, you know, the Izzy Down, Izzy Down, Hunter, Hunter, Izzy Down. And like, I can make fun of it, but in that moment, your brain just doesn't work. Doe, buck, whatever. Okay, so the psychological answer to your question, right, is it's it's a matter of seeing. Because with fishing, you don't see it. So you don't really know what you're casting at, casting for, hooking into. When you feel a good tug on your line, you don't know, is it a bass, is it a pike, is it a godforsaken grass carp or a or a drum or something stupid. Whereas right. when a deer comes in, the anticipation builds as he gets closer and closer to where you can mm. actually stick him. Right. So it's just, to me, it's like the, the sight thing. Like the sight, not seeing of fishing is really exciting. The seeing part of bow hunting is unbelievably exciting. Um, but, but without a doubt, though, I mean, if we're talking like, cover of magazine status i would for sure say just a giant whitetail okay now let me hit you well, with like, this question just a freak non-typical oh, yeah. weird so, looking thing. i'm gonna i'm gonna go back real quick though Uh-oh. and uh and just talk about you know the other uh, day when we were out filming for uh, the the shot we the shot we did with denali uh jordan had an absolute roller coaster of emotion when he when he hooked into a five pounder so i i'm not 100 percent sure he's he's <laughs> going with bow, with bow hunting okay 30 seconds can i take 30 seconds yeah the story yeah, here on go, that here here so nate was getting broke off all day for anybody who's listening who um i won't waste too much of your time because i know it's uh bow hunting 
but Nate was getting broken off all day by northern pike. They're fish with big teeth, and they miss the lure sometimes because they're just stupid aggressive. And so at one point, he's retying, and we're fishing a flooded area of the Mississippi where there's usually a seawall, and it kind of flooded over. So I'm like, all right, let me get on the trolling motor. You retie. And I'm like, I want to flip into this little area where it's just the chance of a fish being in there are one in a hundred. And uh, yeah, he's and Nate goes, yeah, yeah, flip in there, catch a five pounder, sort of joking. And I flipped, I, I flipped in there, which means like a, a certain style of casting. Mm-hmm. And I caught a five pounder, and it was, like, I was, like, I hooked into it, and I thought I was snagged, and then it jumped. I'm like, oh god, it's a giant! And then Nate's <laughs> like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh! I'm like, look at him, it's a giant! Oh! And we both get down on our knees to try and grab him because we don't use a net, and we're both afraid he's gonna fall off. And it just, yeah, the whole thing was super exciting. Oh yeah, and Nate, you were filming minute. that with that expensive camera that's at his uh, knees, huh? Exactly. Yeah, you, yeah. you gotta be careful with that. <laughs> well, let me ask you two questions. One is, what would be like the equivalent in the bass world to a 200 inch white tail? Ooh, 15 plus maybe. They get that big? Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, the world record. What's the world record? 20, 23 and change. 22, 8, so, something like that. So, like, 15 yeah. is a 200 incher. So, those are not you super common, but. I mean, not never, but they're super. But you know a guy who's. So, that's got to be pretty close. 200 inch, like a 15 pounder. I would say. Comparatively so, speaking, like, when you see it on, like, a magazine, you're like, good golly. We, I, I look at it like this. Uh, you know, Iowa, Illinois, you know these states are known for for big deer you know that's that's what we're known for is you know 160s and up you know we're known for big body big antler deers right and it's kind of you know that's kind of the story down south with with bass you know so um where's where's the big bass state well hold on so so it's like a five pounder like a 140 150 inch deer yeah locally yeah absolutely you stick stick a five pounder and it's like oh man like when i when i put that picture on my personal instagram everybody was like oh my god good solid big bass bass, just like a 150 140 150 is a good solid big yeah not not necessarily like end of the world freak yeah you'd be like 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 you wouldn't like you know it's not really an option fishing but you wouldn't really pass on a five pound bass you know like you see that two and a half year old yeah in that same sense in you know let's say florida or texas or you know Alabama. That so the, the high fence lakes exactly. is where yeah. you're fishing. Yeah, <laughs> that that five pounder is you know real similar to you know a well, one thirty. You know, yeah. right, good, you but not and you all pass, that cra- but, yeah, You pull it out the way, yeah. and people are like, oh, nice fish. Yeah. Exactly. You pull it's five like here, and it's like Whoa. warmer where, weather areas. Grow it's bigger uh, fish. yeah, warmer weather, different strain. You know, it's a different strain of bass. That's yeah. a that's a whole other thing. Okay. Though, so it's like in the south how they'll they'll have deer that are two hundred pounds with a ninety inch rack. Right, it's just a different. Sure. So, okay, going back to whitetails, you guys, I, I catching you guys both pick the whitetail over like the your dream fish. And I want to catch. I want. I want to shoot something just dumb looking. Right, Double drops, gnarly. canoe like a canoe paddle on one side. So, would you rather have horn. if you're in the twenty foot up in a tree stand with your bow, and that deer is going to come right down the trail you're wanting them to come down, the one you've been staring at all morning or all afternoon, yeah, whatever that it may spot be, that you have it, yeah, that spot you envision. Would you rather have that deer surprise you and start in at 30 yards and come into you, or would you rather watch them from 200 yards? That's a good one. Go ahead, take it. Okay, so from the videography side, unequivocally, I mean, you know, when, sorry, I use like big words, to leave no doubt, um, <laughs> I, I would want it from further away. Because so, most of the time, I'm, 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 which sucks. Anybody who is listening right now, can I get some sort of like amen in your truck? It's the worst when you're trying to self-film. Self-filming seems like a good idea, but it sucks, <laughs> especially when something big comes in and you're trying to make sure it's in frame, ready, plus you're ready to shoot and like, ugh. Right. So yeah, if he came from further away, then I'd be more prepared, but I'd also, you know, I'd I'd wet my scent blocker pants. Right, right. But 
What's up, Nate? Yeah, uh, you're on deck. I'm gonna I'm gonna say you know I I wanted to come I wanted to get right upon me before I notice it if uh, if I watch it come in from you know 100 200 no, yards yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to absolutely lose it <laughs> fall apart and, uh, oh yeah. I'm gonna melt in the tree stand I think I'd still melt but at least I'll have a chance to film him too right? I think I think yeah. some of that has to do with uh, personally my experience you know I don't I, I don't bow hunt near as much as I fish and yeah. I think it's something that's I, I'm hoping is going to change here real soon you know um, yeah it's it's a passion you know it, it's something that you know i've done now over the last few years and i absolutely love it it's uh it's phenomenal feeling like i said that that hey. feeling in the tree you know yeah so speaking of which um you know you guys are hunters and fishers which would you rather break in a brand new rod or a brand new bow i'd say fishing rod is 10 times easier because in fishing it's such a different dynamic like if you're really into fishing people who don't know anything they, first off, they don't usually call them rods. They call them poles, and it's whatever. But they're like, oh, I got a new pole. And that's like their one pole. For fishing, I have three different, four different rods specifically for flipping, like seven, six, extra heavy with 60-pound braid. I have three or four crankbait rods from six, eight to seven, six, medium action, like with, with a real uh, f- flexible backbone for hook sets. Like you have really specific action-specific mm. rods. So for that, it's like, yo, if I just pick up a crankbait, I know what rod, even if it's brand new, I can use. With a bow, dude, all the the dialing in and the adding your stuff on it. Like, we're sponsored by um, Stokerize Stabilizers, and, like, they're awesome, but you kind of got to set them up. You don't just, it's not just plug and play. Yeah, like you got to right. get the weight shifted right. Most stabilizers and, are, that, huh. are that way. Yeah, well, yeah. Almost all yeah, of them you, are. Well, true, yeah. You well, really I mean, a lot just, of you just screw them on. They're like, yeah, good enough. But game, I, yeah, you should, too. You really could have just said, hey, Steve, that question sucked. No, 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 because a lot of people <laughs> don't know it. Well, the yeah, game changes when you do stabilizers like, oh yeah, you know, Steve – is you're absolutely fucking horrible at setting up a stabilizer. The the stabilizer you have no. now on your bow is awful. I love that thing, <laughs> it's, dude. It's, it is not balanced. It, it it feels really good to me though, and that's the most important thing. It feels really good to me. But, but you're wrong. If it could be better though, yeah. If you could be a little <laughs> you're more. You're wrong though. Like physically, stable, the setup balanced. as far as like physically and like balanced and how it should be set up it's like the complete opposite yeah i think i i am gonna need to throw a back bar on but you're gonna throw a back bar on and you don't have have anything on the back at all it's no nothing this thing's awful i'm sorry but i mean it does it does feel so much better it's a dish with all the weights on one side and you pick this thing up and it just flips over oh no 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 you haven't seen it recently i uh me and when me and Dirty Doug were were shooting. I ended up uh, moving a couple weights around. Like I told you to probably. Well, yeah, and then I, you know, just feeling it out. I, when I you had it at the shoot because I haven't shot with you since before I left for California for work. It, I picked that thing up. I'm like, dude, you are just you were. It'd be like taking a race car and putting diesel in it. <laughs> Like a gasser and putting diesel in it. And I'll tell then you what, trying to race it down the track. It's like you should get so much more out of this bow. It feels really good, though. Uh, I hope it. I hope it does. At, I, I bet if I put a, a a back bar on it, it would feel even better. But where it's at now, it does feel really good, and that's the most important thing. Hey, we preach that. Hey, you do what's right, but I'm just telling you. <laughs> the way it felt before I left, I'm like, yeah, God almighty, just fix it. Yeah, when you, it, when it you hold good. up like a balanced bow in your hand and it, it just, right. it, I don't know what you even call it. Like when it sits in like the little pocket of your thumb and your pointer finger and it just sits there like okay, you don't have, have you, to do anything. Have it's you a balanced felt Kurt's oh, bow? And the balance just feels so nice. Have you felt Kurt's bow? I mean, I held it for a second tonight, yeah. Okay, what'd you think? I thought it felt really good. 
Do you not think it? Feels Why are you good? trying to shit on me out of nowhere? Like my bow's all unbalanced and stuff. I mean, I didn't shoot right. or anything. I, I played with good. my back like, bar when I, when I first picked it up. I wasn't like, yeah, you know, it wasn't like. I played with my back bar and messed with right. it, and I added weight where it needed to be. I don't know why you're trying to come at me from left field, son. Hey, hey, because he, he came at me with a crazy right slap hook. Every, I bet you 15. <laughs> like four times. 15, <laughs> 20. Four times. 15, 20 people probably picked up your boat to shoot. They're like, Steve, man, play with this thing. Yeah, and the top five who were like, man, that's good, shot top five. That's all I got to say. I don't know where your heads are right now. I think I, I slapped I, you retarded, son. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I do enjoy how it feels. we got to get that video so done so people I, can have any idea what we're talking oh, about. Yeah, I Lord. slapped more referen- wrestling references back into you after oh, that. No. <laughs> yeah. What did you call it? A potato? Oh, yeah. Th- throwing potatoes. Yeah. That's yeah, a wrestling like a, that's, that's, a, that's a real hit. Like, if you're in a match and someone hits you with a real shot, that's a potato. They're throwing potatoes oh. at you. Yeah, so the, the to that point, uh, Sean, the guy who I don't, I don't think he owns Stoker Eyes. He's just like the main guy who runs everything. And he's man, they're. I'm not saying this because they're a sponsor. He's just so on point. So I used to have a Expedition bow, and it had like green whatever on it. And so mm-hmm. I had him put like the green logo on the. On, it's a carbon. It's called the carbon stasis. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not a sticker on there. It's some like etching that they put on it. So when I got my my new bow with red accents. I was like, hey, how much would it cost me to whatever? He goes, I'll just send it to me. I'll, t- I'll take care of it, which is, all, you know, he, so I, I don't know, just a good dude. Anywho, right. he walked me through how to really, like, balance it and make sure. Because it's a, it's a one piece, but it's got, like, the little elbow on it, you know? Right. So it has, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, when you, when you pick up my bow, it just feels so right in your hand. Like, it just feels like it's supposed to sit yeah. how it's supposed to sit. Like, it doesn't, it's not all out of tipping forward or flipping sideways it just sits so it's good it makes it's got, it so easy it helps so much when you shoot too because you're not it's not causing any torque anywhere from no, you yeah, trying yeah, to yeah, level you're not, you're not torquing over your like twisting it all up trying to right. keep it straight and for sure yeah, it feels I, really I good. think you know with with that being said the proof is in the pudding as they say anybody who hasn't seen our uh, our giveaway video go watch it i had never picked up jordan's bow since he had that new stabilizer on it never shot it and uh you know, I put a couple arrows in a target from 90 yards, which was insane. With no warm-up shots. Yeah, no warm-up, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Picked up his bow, two arrows in a target at 90 yards. It was it was ridiculous. Tuned in where it needs to be, man. Yep. I mean, once it's And that's that, that HHA, pocket. too. I'm not just trying to blow them up, but that I, I didn't mess with that site forever. You know, I didn't mess with it since fall, like just goofing around with it, and it was still just Rock on. solid. Yeah. Rock solid. Just, I beat the hell out of my HHA. I remember... What was it this season? Put my new sight on, new sight tape, all tuned in, pulling it up the tree, and it's actually the stand I cut my buck out of, off of I don't know what windy bad luck I don't know what it was <laughs> off every single tree step and limb, and I'm like this thing's just gonna be tore up, and right. you know I get it up and I give it a little shake and kind of like pull it one way, make sure nothing loosened up and. Rock yeah. solid, man. Yeah, they're they're built well. And oh, I gotta yeah. say, it holds up to moisture and rain. Mine, yeah. Mine's not all rusty after like the first season. You know, when all your hardware gets all nasty and just little spots get rusty and mm-hmm. used looking, I, mine looks pretty good. I'll yeah. tell you, man, the proof is in the chocolate pudding. Feel me? Oh, Absolutely. All right, it's time to wrap right, this well, up. <laughs> time to wrap this up. Steve. Steve's loose this episode, boys and girls. All right, it's good though. You guys got anybody to shout out quick? Any uh, where can people find you? Any, any of that? Yeah, just look. I mean, ch- check us out online, man. We're, we're like I said, we're not we're not trying to be anything. We're not like we're not pros. It's just me and Nate now. It's we had up to six people uh, on the crew for a while, and they're all good dudes. There's no animosity, no weirdness. Uh, but moving forward, it's just he and I. Uh, and yeah, we post a lot on Instagram and Facebook, and um, 
yeah we're just we're just trying to do this thing hopefully the right way and do it a little bit a little bit unique mm-hmm. um and then we we're kurt and i were talking about getting some of our hats and and shirts and stuff in the um working class site and yeah i mean we're, we're kind of in this thing together because we're For sure we're real similar but we're doing different stuff um working class and, and whisperwood and mm-hmm. so it just makes sense for us to kind of team up a little more no reason not to plus and, we get to film uh well i can't i won't talk i won't give the surprise away yet but what we did film yeah but uh it's gonna be good and you know jordan and you two you're the reason why me and kurt know each other right yeah that's so weird right it is that's it right. is weird. It's so weird. if you guys ever start making money on this, I feel like we're in... We had to pay you. Yeah, we got some kind of yeah. royalties. I don't know how that works. <laughs> for sure. I think we get 100%. Yeah, yeah I, I think you're I right. Don't, I don't know the math, but... <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm not good at math either, but that sounds right. Mm-hmm. I'll just take your word for that. I yeah. don't really... Just trust thinking. me. All right, thanks guys for coming back. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for all yeah. you do. Appreciate it. Uh, um, thanks for having us. Apologize for Steve's references. They're great, though, in a weird way. Yeah, he, I, honestly, I apologize for Kurt. As much as Steve is a dork, <laughs> if he wasn't here... It'd suck. There wouldn't be as many little like ups and downs to the we show. We could have like, talked about so much real hunting. Tips yeah, it would stuff. just be it would too it would be too real. It'd be like reading a very like the books that uh, doctors read before they become doctors. Yeah, you can become a doctor, but it's not <laughs> <What>? entertaining. <laughs> what? That's what I'm saying. Oh my gosh! <laughs> With a walk off at the end. All right. Yeah. Th- thanks for listening. See what I'm doing. Thanks everyone for listening. We appreciate you so much. And uh, I'm gonna get the hell out of here. For Steve takes this straight to the dirt. Go shoot your bow. I'm Will Cooper, host of HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast. For even more content, be sure to watch the original films from HuntStand Presents on the Waypoint TV channel every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Visit waypointtv.com to learn more.